Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! I want to thank you for joining us here at MSW Media and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Mm, we enjoy you being here. You know what? We really appreciate you. And, you know, one of the ways that we appreciate you appreciating us is through Patreon. That's right. That is how you make sure that our voices are heard. Yes. And I think we can all agree that any of the week is actually a necessity. It is. It's like a utility, actually. It really is. In your life. It really is. So thank you for supporting it. And another way you can uh, financially help this podcast is to go to Cameo. Yes. You can get a specialized video for you. You can get a pick me up. We just encourage someone to start working out in the new year, right? That's right. And you know what? That ends up also being an encouragement for us. That's right. Because you can't you, you can't talk it if you can't transmit it. That's okay? what I'm saying. So it ends up you give and we receive on so many levels. There we go. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for the Black Power Hour. Yeah. Fridays with Frangela. Yeah. Be there. Do it. Live it. This first idiot is from Donnie J. All right. Man tries to take a selfie with a snake, gets bitten, and dies. Let me start by saying. Normally, we say when someone dies, of course, it's a tragedy. We feel bad. I would like to rescind my empathy. <laughs> I mean, all of it. All of all it. Because it was, you know, I got resentment about it all. Are you joining me? Because, well, really, this is a doubly annoying one to me. A 26-year-old man from who gives a fuck where died after attempting to take a selfie with a venomous snake. This man, who went by some name, he was visiting uh, in a neighboring district when he came across a, quote, snake charmer. Yes. This is my problem, Francis. <laughs> Besides the obvious. Number one, taking selfies with an dangerous animals automatically puts you in an idiot pile. Mm -hmm. Number two, you weren't even the snake charmer. No, you weren't. You weren't. But you know what what you, what you were was you had a full chest of confidence is what you had. 
And you know what? And Venom. And Venom. And here's the thing. I I applaud that plucky attitude. I really do. I I applaud it. I don't, because let me tell you something where plucky belongs. (laughs) Plucky is what we say when somebody, you know, when they get passed over for promotion, they pick themselves up and they walk into their boss's office and they say, I will not be ignored. I have done this work and I feel passed over. That's plucky. Or when somebody, maybe they've never, they've never gone rock climbing before. So right. do they start with fucking Everest? No. <laughs> they start with uh, something that makes sense. And they, they start with Everest so they kick a pebble. That's what they do. That's they kick I'm a pebble. Saying. They do what they can do and they, they gear appropriately and they get the help they need. That is plucky. Taking it, we are not, there is no mystery about venomous snakes. If they bite you, the venom goes in you. Mm-hmm. There's no, they don't make appointments to bite. They just bite. Here's okay. my thing. Here's my thing. You know, like, okay, I'm going to start here with culture. And that, you know, I've been to India and, mm-hmm. you know, you there's a snake charmer. You, here's the thing. There's a snake charmer on every block. Okay. And yet, Francis, yet being a, a traveler, an appreciator of this culture, did you once? Not once. Yes. Even once. I ain't even interact. Because every time I saw that shit, I was like, that's some stupid ass shit. Thank you. But that's just me. It's not my culture. It's not just you. It's the vast majority of Indians. <laughs> okay. okay. Look, okay. This is unique enough a story that these stories get printed in India. So it isn't, we can't blame culture. This is still just stupid. Okay. Hoping to get a selfie with the snake. Hoping. Hoping. Took the animal, took the animal from its keeper and put it around his neck. I, okay. here's my okay. thing. Okay. For me, this done. This is a done story. That's right. The story is done. He picked up the animal put it on himself and wrapped it around his neck. He gave the animal an invitation. Access. And mm-hmm. access to bite him. Also, it violated that snake's autonomy and agency. It That's picked it right. up and said, you will be here. And the snake said, no, I will not. You know what I heard recently? Hmm. That you should never bark or meow at your pet, you know, your dog or cat. Mm-hmm. Because you might be telling it something else that it don't, like you mean don't start using a language you don't know there we go don't start handling animals you don't know let me tell you animals you don't know that's what i'm saying but a snake charmer is already in my that's not a designation okay and the reality is that person we were going to call stupid but at least they were a snake charmer at the very least this person had been doing something that they thought was charming to snakes yes you just a rude interloper that's right and i'm and you took the snake and put it Need your jugular. I, seriously, Francis. Really? Once you've done that, I think other human beings have the right to stab you. Like once you've said, "This is how little I respect my life." <laughs> well, it the world to join you in that disrespect. Well, what happened was this is going to shock you. This is what happened. The snake bit his left hand, and he soon began to suffer seizures before before falling unconscious. So he went through seizures before the unconsciousness. The snake charmer told the man's family, he said, look, 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 look here. Mm. He said, look, the reptile is non-venomous. Meanwhile, 
at the at the site. Oh wait, girl, he don't forget head. he gave them something. He gave them something. Okay, yeah. He gave told them, them it was non-venomous and provided them with medicinal herbs that stopped the swelling. He gave, he gave them some tarragon. He gave them some tarragon. tarragon and some oregano. <laughs> In a package. No, don't act like he didn't try to give him no kind of care. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. And I'm going to say this for everybody who is listening, who may know me or not know me. If I start seizing. Thank you. And I go unconscious. Thank you. Don't let no some motherfucker hand you a baggie (laughs) full of unknown. Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash. And tell me, tell you I'm going to be okay. Take a bitch to the hospital. People, people, people stay in your lane. Are you a healthcare professional? No. no. Charmer is not, in fact, snake doctor or snake scientist or right. zoologist. He didn't even sell a snake. Those things. But that's what he did sell you a bit of snake oil. I got to be honest. He did sell snake oil in, in the probably in the reality, in the tangible and the not. The point here is when somebody is convulsing and unconscious, the the advice we need is at the hospital hospital <laughs> let me tell you hospital 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 take a bitch to the hospital Shit. urgent care some motherfucking place <laughs> Some, something with somebody who has had more than three years worth of knowledge some okay. kind of nurse some kind of doctor and i'm not talking about i'm gonna take something a veterinarian might have been okay in I'm this situation you, i'm might have been you. okay because what would had the man died and he didn't have to die they could have they could have given him the anti-venom but the point here is also if there i know there's no sorts of licensing around snake charmer but i need this reflected in this motherfucker's yelp okay yes okay i'm with that i'm with that he does not know what he's doing okay okay let me tell you something more than five million snake bites occur every year worldwide uh, this is a particularly big problem in India because y'all got motherfuckers handling snakes out in the world. How many are because the person grabbed the snake and put it around their own neck? Okay, okay. So between 2000 and 2019, more than 1.2 million people died from snake bites. We are making no headway here with this podcast. We need your help. We've got to get people to listen. We have got to get, first of all, we do have to get this podcast to India some kind of way. Some we kind we of have way. got to get this to India because we can save lives. Please, please, please. If you're <laughs> in India, you have a responsibility to get people to listen to this podcast. Next up. This is from Donnie J. Legally blind Florida man arrested when Kane is confused for a gun. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not right. I, I, okay. No, you know what, Francis? I'm going to tell you something. Do you remember? You're a parent, too, so you, you also provided this. And I've done it with children. You remember the, the what does a cow do? It goes, no. Moo. What does a dog do? Ruff. It goes, ruff. What if, or if you're a fancy wolf. You yeah. know what's up there? There's, there's, a, there's room there. You know, what's a sheep do? Bah. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. What's the difference between a gun and a cane? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, even a long gun yeah. does not make a good cane. No, it doesn't. And a cane can't shoot shit. And, and, and once we have rectified whatever the issue was... That made you stop this person, you're supposed to let it go. But this is to me, 
an absolute indication about the misuse of power. Thank you. It, this is, it is it, absolutely 100%. And I understand the police chief wants to, you'll, we'll get into it, wants to make it about people's intentions, this or that. But what I see is an abuse of authority. What I see is people who decide they didn't like that this person didn't kowtow to their, to their ignorance right. and to their treat, mistreatment of him. And so they arrested him. So what happened was two deputies will be suspended and a Florida sheriff has apologized after a visually impaired man was arrested last month when his walking cane was mistaken for a gun. And I, this is particularly, you know, closer to my heart because my father was also, was was legally blind. Legally, yes. Right? This man is 61 years old. This man was in no way doing anything that was wrong. a danger to anyone except possibly himself and simply because of the weather conditions and his blindness. James Hodge, Hodges, I think, is 61. He was arrested. He was arrested the morning of October 31st and accused of resisting an officer without violence. I want to say that according to an arrest report and a body camera video of his detainment. OK, the deputies face suspension without pay because this is what happened. Apparently. In a, uh, apparently. Apparently. Let me try to get down to the to the thing. They yeah, say that they, the, they start with the they start with the pseudo apology. Right, 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 right. But I want to get to okay. Here we go. The arrest report said that one of the officers stopped Hodges after she saw him enter a crosswalk when a traffic control device indicated not to walk. So he it, he got stopped for jaywalking is what this person this this you person know, is saying that rampant crime that we need to clamp down on. Right now, and 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 one would think. It was apparently it was foggy and overcast. People were using their headlights and they seemed to believe that he was, quote, carrying a silver chrome pistol with a white grip in his right back pocket. Can, can you help me with something, Francis? What is carrying? Because right. carrying sounds like it's in your hand. Right. Right. But it's not. It's in his back pocket. Now, I don't care how big of a cane it was. And I clearly it was the kind that folds up. Right. But why are you looking? If he's jaywalking and you're stopping somebody for jaywalking, which I already have issue with, well, you, you thought that was a gun in his back pocket? Right, right, right. So they say that they don't know what preceded the events in the video, hmm. uh, but the sheriff's office that the sheriff's office provided or whether it was edited. The sheriff's representative declined to provide any additional comment about the video. Okay. But apparently what happens, uh, uh, the Hodges, the man that uh, apparently says in it, uh, what's the problem? Are you a tyrant? Yes. And the police officer responds, yeah, I am a tyrant. And goes on yeah. to ask for his name and date of birth, which he refuses to provide. He yeah. says, do you want me to put you in handcuffs right now? Hodges asks what she suspects him of doing. She tells him that it looks like he's carrying a gun in his back pocket. He, according to the video takes out the fold-up cane and shows it to her. They insult each other, and Hodges asks whether he is being detained. The now, I want to stop her right yeah. there, because that is the place. This interaction was over there. This, it was over, but what we what, what continued was the heat. Mm-hmm. And they insult each other. He insults her, or she insults him. He insults back. One way or another, they're feeding in this dynamic, right? Well, and he has a right 
because he's, he's right. been unlawfully stopped, detained, been questioned. He gives them the answer. I'm not carrying a gun. What the fuck more do you want with me? But, but, but she don't she like wanted. his attitude. She don't like she his attitude. Like his she doesn't attitude. like him standing up for himself and suggesting that he doesn't have to just do what she says. That's so right. She asks again for his name and date of birth. He declines to give it to her and asks for her supervisor, which she does, which she should have dealt with, but doesn't. Instead, the other video on the scene walks up to him. Harrison explains that the cane could look like a weapon and that he should identify himself when asked. That's an opinion. The video shows Hodges responds, according to the video, that he doesn't need to identify himself unless there has have been a reasonable articulated suspicion that I've committed a crime and committing a crime or about to do a crime. Now, my understanding, according to the ACLU, of what you're supposed to do when stopped is that you do have an obligation if asked your name and address to give that. Date of birth was weird to me, but my understanding is that that is, but that is all that you are required to give without mm -hmm. any other issue happening however he asked am i being detained what's going on he's shown you that he's whatever they've asked him if he's if he's legally blind he says yes yes what do they do arrest him and in fact the same the, the officer who identified herself as a tyrant says you know what let's put him you know and this is a quote you know what put him in jail for resisting yeah we're going to trump up these charges right. against this person because he hurt one year old man because he I didn't like the way the the cut of his jib mm -hmm. I didn't like the way he talked to me I didn't like the way he talked to me y'all so she didn't like that and he keeps asking for the name and badge number which they keep refusing to give yeah and then because the sheriff says that they've been, you know, as sheriff, I take full responsibility for this event and want to extend my sincere apologies to Mr. Hodges for the actions of my deputies. I do not feel these deputies' actions were guided by ill intent, but rather by frustration and failure to rely on their training. Nevertheless, this conduct is unacceptable. I cannot, I, this ill intent argument, fuck you. You violated yeah. his civil rights. I don't care if they woke up and said, I hate blind people. I hate a man who I am fairly convinced is black. Yeah. Um, black, like, but the reality here is they rely on their training. They violated the law. They violated this man's civil rights and they violated their training. Yeah, not only yeah. should they not be, uh, should they be suspended? These people need, don't need to be cops. No, not ever. And But, but you know what? But, but what the sheriff doesn't want to recognize is the light that this puts the entire police them in. Because if that's their training, if people feel like they got the stones, and this was a woman who, a female yes. cop, she who started this. Yes. Um, if people feel like they have the stones to try to go and get their dopamine re-up off of general people on the streets, you know, kowtowing to them, because that's really what this was about. This yep. exchange was about. This exchange was about, I don't feel good in my skin. Let me go harass somebody. That's kind. And be made, and, 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 and be made to feel better. But I didn't get the outcome I wanted. I didn't get the, oh, I'm so sorry, officer. She, that person didn't shuffle. I'm, I think that's kind of you because I think this is a part of systemic effort to tyrannize, to, 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 to isolate, harass, and, and inform, as she put it herself, a tyrannical control over a community. Yeah.
that this is the extension, that this is systemic violence against people, that this yeah. is, once you find, how, cause tell me where's the dopamine read on particular 61 year old blind man in? Like, like yeah. tell me what you because I'm gonna tell you something. She was she was hot. She was hot off on it because because here's the thing: the 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 match, the the fuse was lit. Once we were into insults, I can't. I am so sick of these police law. I am so sick of this concept that we have an obligation to behave a certain way, but That's the police right. do not. They do that not have that is. because nowhere do we acknowledge that he didn't have any. He didn't do anything. He was crossing the fucking street. That's right. bothering no nobody. Nobody. This man got scooped up because they can make the decision. They can decide. Thank you. That his that his attitude. Thank you. Was resisting. And this is my problem with the charge. I do not understand how you can get a resisting arresting charge when there was no grounds for your arrest. Explain no. to me. And we are continually reading this. Continually, they got charged with resisting, but there was no crime. They no. didn't do anything wrong. So no. what you're telling me is I have an obligation to put up with my rights being violated or else I am resisting. That's right. And if that's yes. the rule, I need to see that rule carried out in every motherfucking situation. Because I'm we'll looking be, at January 6th and I don't see a motherfucking person there doing that. We'll be right back after these messages. I'm former FBI Assistant Director Frank Figluzzi. Join me on a journey deep inside the world's premier law enforcement agency to decode the mysteries and challenges of today's FBI. The threats facing America are as real as the men and women who battle to protect us. In this first-of-a-kind podcast, we sit down with active-duty FBI personnel who reveal their mission, their cases, and their lives. Let's go inside the Bureau with Frank Figluzzi. Welcome back. Next up, this is from Donnie J. They all are. They all are. This week. And we uh, thank you, Don and Jay. We thank, thank you. Thank you. You're the most amazing. I. This is a quote. I fell 33 feet while snapping selfie. Hospital left me laying in my feces and blood. And okay. Donnie Jay actually said, he was like, it sounds like this hospital <laughs> I know where this is, going. is practicing street justice. I was going to say. And I know you, you read that you hear this. I felt 33 feet while snapping a selfie hospital left me laying in my feces and blood. And you say, Oh, that's wrong. And maybe neither of us can be, in, have the, <laughs> have the capacity to judge the story as, because as, maybe we should recuse ourselves as the because... founders of the St. Street justice hospital system. Yes. And I just realized that we need to all open up law offices too. <laughs> Because well, what I okay okay that's okay go with me on this. I think they should be in the hospital for sure. They should okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that they're on the same grounds she because what I realized of the campus is, of the University of the Kalier Helinski. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a whole it's a teaching hospital. It is a teaching <laughs> hospital. Thank you for law and medicine, law and water, all of it. All of it. This is what I was thinking because because we're we don't have to have we're we're. We don't have as much work to do in the administration because we don't allow stupid people in. So therefore, we're not admitting that many people. <laughs> so our, our caseloads are light. So I feel like we should go into law offices 
and the officers of street and justice. Oh, see, I, I should be see, and you should be justice. I, that's right. I'm justice. You street. Here's the yeah. here's the problem. I think what? our hospitals always full. They're just not always getting care, but oh. they are there. Oh, because bad for them. Because, <laughs> well, how they gonna learn? How they gonna learn? And that because it is a teaching hospital, and, and it's the thing about our teaching hospital. We're not just teaching the doctors. We're teaching right? the patients. The patients. <laughs> oh, oh, that, I'm gonna tell you something about teaching the patients. That's right. That's oh, hard. Oh, that's an that manifesto. That is the and well, that is the reason we created true justice. We noticed that while doctors <laughs> were getting trained and nurses, patients were not. That's right. So we had That's to right. step in. And let me tell you something. And um, we're doing a, I know that the Shelton Ugin uh, campus, we have a right. crossover. Our offices do, law offices do have a crossover um, area because we deal more, Shelton Ugin deals more with therapy and treatment and, and, right. and aftercare. <laughs> after you've had your time at Street Justice Hospital, St. Street Justice, we deal with your placement and aftercare. I like that. I like so that. So it's a full like service that. campus university. I love the situation. services. We the providing. services are many and provided, but you don't want to go there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is my problem. Huh. I think that Donnie J absolutely knows us and we love and adore you, baby. Um, <laughs> because what you know is that while I we do not advocate for filth. No, we don't. And that's, I'm going to tell you something. The feces are problematic. The blood, leaving somebody just because it creates a bigger mess for us more than anything else. But that's right. we, we run, let me tell you something. We run a clean hospital. No, we go, that, that, that we have a problem with. Do we have a problem with them laying there for a minute? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, okay. A UK tourist in Montenegro sustained severe injuries after falling over 30 feet while taking a cliffside selfie. And I love that we start here yes we start with the stupid let me explain to you what the world does not need a picture of you falling off a cliff nope and they said only to be left sitting in her own feces by medics i can only describe this as a quote the hospital is medieval and grim you know what we've got oh, like 50 to 100 yelps that say the same thing about say street justice <laughs> okay <laughs> medieval and grim that you can throw that at us all day long that's that yeah you know why because you you your, your education is back in the dark ages that's right well flat earth Jenny, bitch we have to start there can i just say this too i'm gonna tell you something this is all such a Eurocentric yes. attitude. Yes. Because what it's about is, is that this is a Brit over someplace else complaining about the care she got there. And you know what? And she's assuming the, it's in, about being British and not about being stupid. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. The Brit had reportedly attempted to snap a selfie while posing at a scenic spot overlooking a picturesque Montenegro coastline. However, her high altitude photo op went south after she slipped backwards and plummeted 33 feet onto jagged rocks below, fracturing Ooh, her ribs, spine, and ankle. She's lucky it to have lived. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth no, it. Because let me tell you what, it's a picture of sky. That's right. You and some sky. That's right. We can do that in your backyard if we angle correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she She's... was then rescued, apparently, from the ravine by a good Samaritan Belgian. And I could have mm -hmm. told you right here that Montenegro, we need, we're going to need to do outreach. We're going to need a street justice outreach program with Montenegro because they are in line with our core beliefs. Oh, no, 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 no. We got to open up a pop-up site in Montenegro. Because not only okay. did they not go get the bitch. 
okay. some other tourist had to go get it. And, I, and I'm going to tell you something. I have in my mind this picture of the Montenegro people standing up there at the cliff looking over and following their nails and be like, yep, she sure do look stuck. Right. She was taking a Oof. selfie. Yeah, then we can't Oof. really interfere with God's plan. She said, she said, so what happened was 90 minutes later, paramedics arrived and transported her 90. to a hospital. 90. <laughs> that, I mean, well, you know that what? was good. And after they had taken was care it of a lunchtime? whole bunch of other people. Was it lunchtime okay. when this happened? Or people get break. People get breaks. Okay. okay. Um, so they transported her to a hospital in the nation's capital. Okay. This is a quote from her. I could not move my body, yet they refused to treat me, so wash me. I no, we shouldn't I'm not be laughing. laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing. you. Straight justice. Not only would this same thing have happened, but I'm going to tell you something. We would have been insulting her the whole time, too. Insulting, we would have been like, yeah, I know you can't move. You know why? Because your dumb ass fell off of some jagged rock on the cliff taking a fucking selfie. See, this is the thing. It's like looking in a mirror. It's like life is a horror film, okay? It can always get worse. I can you to be grateful for their lack of attention because at St. Street Justice, we would have had a whole room of interns um, that's right and people and then we have a group of nurses that are just there for insults they don't provide any other <laughs> but then here's the thing we hired them we hired them for that for that my here's friend tina mcneil is the chief she's the chief insult nurse <laughs> here's a quote at one stage they decided to pull me out of bed and dump me into a chair in a small room okay let, so what i hear is so they, they give you a change of, of location and you're there's no right. gratitude no gratitude. No gratitude. <laughs> okay. they, they, what they saw was healing, and you didn't believe it. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't participate in your healing journey. I don't know how we this can is, force you to do that. She said, "I had to start making emergency calls to my family because I thought my future might be bleak. I was basically a hostage." Uh, and you guess <laughs> something? I read in a lot of reviews of Saint Street Justice. <laughs> I was basically a hostage. <laughs> But there's a difference between basically and really. Because if anybody, had, when people came to get you, we didn't say they could have you. No, they they came and got us. Did she we said, help your out. broke assness get to the door? No. Yes. <laughs> she said food uh, allegedly entailed one piece of stale bread each moment, which no nurses would knowingly put on a table where she couldn't reach it. Now, this is where I will say she this might have a cool. point. She may have a point right about here. Like, this, I love, when I love up in Montenegro, they were like, you want this piece of sale? Get it. Get it. Go get it's it. Across the Show me you broken bitch, selfie-taking fucking bitch. Okay, this Show is the problem. Me. Apparently, she also had to ask people to smuggle water in for her. Now, <laughs> there, there should be a minimum caloric and water situation. Does it have to be easy to get to? I don't. It depends on your crime slash injury. But for me, Francis, what's really, really important to me, and this is where she does have a critique. In fact, they never did conduct any sort of scam. <laughs> oh, well, hell, they looked at her. No, no, no. I, I, they did an I, eye I, scan. I, I'm scared. 
No, no, y'all. I conducted an eye scan. Don't tell me that, I didn't conduct That didn't any. detect any I'm breaks. No breaks. I'm professional. I didn't even look broke to me. What she looked like was ungrateful and stupid, but not broken. Thank you. Ungrateful Thank and stupid. You. And a little dirty. She could have been cleaner, but ungrateful. What happened was I took her out of her room because she was taking up a bed. Yeah, we had somebody who just shot himself in the leg that we had to get to not working on. Okay. This is what I love about Montenegro. Montenegro, this is what, and, and, and about traveling and first world assumptions. Mm -hmm. That's right. First world assumptions are, I'm going to be treated a certain kind of way. Right. First world assumptions are, I deserve and I get and it's supposed to be no bitch. And we've actually addressed this before in our in our telling you all about Saint Street Justice. She's had the audacity to complain about not getting painkillers. We yeah. don't have any at Saint Street Justice. <laughs> no, okay, we don't have. No. You can't get a lick of Motrin up in that bitch if you don't bring it with you. You ain't because the reason you're in this hospital is because you fucked up. You don't come here legit. Okay, exactly. if you got a legit injury, you at a whole different place. Everybody knows if you at Saint Street Justice, you did this to yourself. Exactly. Next up, uh, <laughs> this is this one. is so, and I don't know if we have enough time. Yeah, we do. We are gonna get it. Here we go. Daycare walk workers <laughs> in, in. Okay, okay, okay. We'll get myself together. Daycare workers in scream masks leave terrified toddlers in tears. <laughs> it's so gross. Okay, it's wrong. This is wrong. It's okay. Cool. A daycare it's center cool. in Mississippi <laughs> is under investigation. And we're going to give you a moment if you're in Mississippi to go get your child out of daycare right now. Okay. <laughs> After a disturbing video show, two staff members who are not us before you say it. Two staff members scaring young children while wearing a mask popular by the horror movie Scream franchise. The video showed two masked teachers, teachers I quibble with that word, running around the classroom, again, quibble with it, laughing as the to terrified toddlers screamed and cried. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. okay. The workers okay, appear stop. to be doing it to punish the toddlers who are misbehaving. In one of the videos, one of the videos, one of the workers can be heard telling her masked co-worker to avoid the kids who, quote, have been good. Okay, okay. First of all, <laughs> I'm going to, from the Cal here, Kalinske School, mm -hmm. comment on this, which, first of all, you had a technique, it had rules, it had an ideology, I recognize that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. But right, right. Professional, but, professional. You want to acknowledge professional that. to professional. You were avoiding the children who had been good, <laughs> or certainly making the effort to making the effort. I, I, th there were there was terror. There there was terror and screaming okay. and crying. Okay. So therefore. <laughs> Your your techniques were yeah. effective, okay? Those are the good things I can come out of that. 
with and you guys were enjoying and here's and you the were thing enjoying that your I work. found you were yeah. enjoying your work yeah. and they, you they were being artisans if you will they <laughs> what were I love, what I love is you and I sitting up at work one day watching the children and they assholes okay it's the same and, and they assholes. assholes every day the same children <laughs> the same children and here's my oh. problem with this article they don't say what misbehaving what construes misbehaving thank you because thank you. if misbehaving is you walk up to me and piss on me that's different from crying because you want a snack or something like I need to know what is that this needs to be a capital offense if you're going to if you're going to come at them now I'm not saying it's right to come at them with a psychological warfare however 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 well if you and I had been sitting up there and we're like you know what these little assholes oh, up in here see, Timmy bit they me again they, he bit me again girl, that ain't right you know why you know why the fear of God ain't been placed in these children these children need to understand the fear of God. They feel way too safe. Way too safe. And see, and absolutely see, right. Thank you. And if we, here's the thing, their parents and, and trust not us. Them. And they're not teaching they're them. They're not teaching them. And they entrust them to our care and guidance for 10 hours a day. So what I'm going to do, what we're going to do, see here, put on this fear mask, this screen mask. <laughs> you know okay. what? I used to question why you always carried these around, but now I get it. <laughs> Now you get it. Now let's fuck with these children. <laughs> yeah, here's the problem. I, we're not saying it's right. Apparently these people have been fired. There wasn't even one of those <laughs> internal investigations you get put I, on You know leave. what kills me is that you, I didn't even get to come in and have a conversation about <laughs> my choices and what I believe in, what have you. They fired me. First of all, I would like to talk to the press, okay? Okay. Because I have theories. I'm sorry. Dr. Spock can write a book. I can't scare a couple of children. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got we to gotta hurry up. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so review. sorry. Let's, Let's review. review. Let's review. Okay. First up, we had man tries to take selfie with snake, gets bitten, and dies. Then we have the legally blind man arrested when his cane is confused for a gun. Not confused. He's harassed. Yes. And then he, that's woman who fell 33 feet while snapping a <laughs> selfie. And then we have the daycare workers in screen masks. Okay, okay, who's the biggest idiot? I gotta say, it's the man who takes the selfie with the snake and gets bitten and dies because he picked up that snake, put it yeah. around his neck, yeah. and invited the, the bite. He absolutely did. I'd have to agree. But I'm gonna tell you something Montenegro falling off the cliff, bitch. <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tree if you're looking for a critique of that hospital. I'm just saying. Girl, there was a time in this country. There was the time. There was a time in this country that you could send your child to preschool and not have them terrorized by a uh, uh, level B movie uh, horror oh, films. Oh, there was a time in this country, Francis, where if you were a daycare worker, you didn't have to go to that to that lane. <laughs> get some respect out of a toddler. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. Thank you so much for listening to It of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.